you're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You know, I was under the understanding that perhaps Bo-Katan is the first animated character to come into live action or to, to transition from animated to live action, but I was wrong. Who do you think the first person was? Like in Star Wars? In Star Wars, yeah, sorry. Oh. That's what we talked about here. <laughs> I feel like there's been a couple, hasn't there? <laughs> That's true. Uh, I don't know. who Who is it? Who is it? In the Star Wars universe. Apparently, I was like, ooh. Well, Boba Fett. Yes. <laughs> Most people say, like, Saw Gerrera or Ayla Sakura. Though, I guess Ayla Sakura was, like, a comic book character that that George Lucas saw and yeah. put in the movies. But, yeah. I was like, wait a second. Isn't Boba Fett yeah, from but... the original, like... But I think uh, Boba, but Boba Fett though, I believe was uh, Joe Johnston's design Boba Fett for Empire Strikes Back, possibly before the holiday special, and the holiday special is actually uh, based on a live action costume. Right. Possibly, I think I think that's how it worked out. <laughs> so it's the true conundrum of what came first. <laughs> Or the holiday special. This uh, is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Answering all the questions you need answered about Star Wars and babies and your taxes. Don't ask me. I'm Brock. This is James. And uh, episode 191. Happy Thanksgiving to our American friends. <laughs> talking about Star Wars every single Hey, anyways, talking stop about Star Wars. Um, so speaking of holidays, let's just this is not on our rundown. We have a rundown, it's very, very simplistic, but yeah. uh, this is not on a rundown. But have you seen the new holiday special? Did you give that a, a watch, a gander? Uh, I, <laughs> I have throwing, I threw you under the bus. I don't know, we haven't talked about it. I don't know. Uh, I, I watched it technically. Mm. If you look at my Disney Plus, it says I watched the entire thing, but. I've since because of the Mandalorian, I get up in the morning and look at my phone. Uh, I mean, every morning is that, but like I especially watch Disney Plus <laughs> on my phone early in the morning. So I watched that, but, but unfortunately, I was falling asleep. I don't think it has anything to do with the quality of the show, but I was like waking up and going back to sleep and waking up. So I haven't fully watched it, so I can't really give my full feedback. It seemed fun what I saw. You watched it though, right? I find I saw it on Saturday. I, I, I. Mm-hmm caved and watched it a little bit earlier than I planned or whatever. But I talked Aaron into watching it, so we decided to watch the the holiday spe- Lego holiday special. Going into it, I, I knew it would be like for kids, right? Yeah. It, I'll, I'll say a few I'll say a few thoughts on it and then and the real thing. It starts off very strong, I thought. Uh it was a lot of fun. I think my my one issue was it kept it because it keeps going back to like Star Wars moments that you love and kind of doing like a Lego spin on it. It's fun, but it doesn't. Mm. It just is like so quick that I. I think if I was a kid, who it's made for, I would have yeah. been more receptive to that. But as an adult, I was like, "Oh my god, just 
Just stay somewhere. <laughs> give me a story. That's how I felt. But again, I'm near. I you know I'm closer to forty than I am any other age, and uh, so like, you know, I I, I I haven't spoken to. I haven't met, talked to a kid who has seen it yet. Um, so I don't know how they would react to it or or, or not. I do know my friend Steve's uh, son, Colby's son, and he he didn't know. He didn't realize that it was Ray. I guess Lego Ray didn't translate well. And Ray's his favorite character. But okay, but but what I was getting to though, the like the, the the big thing that I took away from it more than anything was when it first started, Aaron saw me and she goes, and I was smiling, I guess. She goes, You're loving this. And it it and I love Christmas. Not like that. I love Christmas. But it wasn't that. It was uh I I realized that the characters from the sequel trilogy I really, really respond to and I really enjoy them. And I'm like, damn, I wish they, I wish like, you know, Skywalker saga ended in, in Return of the Jedi and they just kind of did the Rey saga with these guys, like, or Finn saga or Ky- whatever, Kylo saga. Because mm. I was like, I really enjoy these characters. That's even the Lego version. But that's what I took away from it was like, I was like, I am on board for way more stories featuring this core group. Nice. Yeah. It would be nice if they would come back. But... I never re- like I I knew I liked them and everything, but I didn't realize how invested I was mm. and how much I would want to be. Str- I would string along with them for for more adventures. I mean, I would anyway, but I realized I would actually want them to now. So hey, mm-hmm. Lucasfilm. <laughs> hey, why don't you uh, give them as much money as they want? Yeah, that's how we roll. <laughs> that's how we roll. Um, were there hmm? were there any references to the original? Um, very minor, actually, less than I anticipated. There's a lot of references to Batu. Um, mm. our uh, our friend Disney Desi, uh, really appreciate that because she goes, she's, I think she's moved to Batu, um, over there <laughs> in, in Disney. But yeah, there's a lot of references to Batu. Uh, Chewie's family makes an appearance. This is all spoilers. Mm. If you guys want to uh spoil it but um it, you know it's 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 the it's fun it's it is a very fun concept emperor's pretty funny vader has some moments there's a moment on hoth that was that i really really loved and uh there is pod racing well, that's what i call pod racing yeah but anyway let's move up holly Spe- look holly special uh family friendly good time if you love star the music too the music was like star wars music so i love the mandalorian music okay but this was like the classic you know yeah you know john williams theme conduct you know uh written themes and stuff and and it was like i was like oh man we're not getting that anymore at christmas time for a while maybe ever um but anyway i gotta ask i gotta talk to you now about the mandalorian also on disney plus because it has been revealed now i guess the eagle eye fans and whatnot have figured it out. Um, and they have stripped apart the trailer, the two trailers or one and a half trailers that we got from the Mandalorian. And they, it has been discovered that we have seen all material that we were given. Everything from the trailers has been on the show. So the last there's, so we're four episodes and we're halfway there. The last four episodes, anything goes, we don't know what's going on. I don't know if you notice, they do like, um, character posters every week so the first week we had Cobb Vanth second week yeah. we had Frog Lady third week we had Bo-Katan uh, and the two other Ma- Mandalorians and this week we had did you see this week's? Moff Gideon 
Moff Gideon. Also yes. the first non-hero to get one this season as well. Yeah, yeah so. I saw that and someone pointed out like the stuff behind him, which looks like to be the graffiti wall that we see yeah. on the first planet in the first episode. And they're like, oh, that's the Emperor. And it does kind of look like the Emperor or whatever. <laughs> like, I think I, I, the, 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 the post I saw about was trying to read into it a little too much. Like, yeah, he's with the Empire. <laughs> of course, it's the Emperor. It's not a hidden thing. Um, but you're forgetting like the most important thing that happened in this episode. I didn't talk about the episode. I know. <laughs> more importantly, these characters that they're showing—it's the the one crew guy, the crew guy. Yeah, the crew guy, guy. that was in the background. I forgot I was gonna start the show like this. Oh wait! <laughs> no, you gotta move over. Right there, right there. A little too much, but okay. No, a little too much, too much. Okay. Right there, right there. <laughs> So people listening on so, uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all yeah. those places are, are are thrilled right now. But that was uh, that's how it should be. I feel you know what Carl Weathers. I gotta say the uh, the direction this episode yeah. was spot on. But uh, all anyone's talking about is that now. I almost feel bad for Carl Weathers that he's gonna have to face. You think it's Lucasfilm? They they brushed out Django Fett and Geonosis in Attack of the Clones 18, 17, 18, 19 years ago, whatever it was. You can't take out the PA who's hiding behind the corner, but whatever. It gives us something yeah. to talk about and laugh at. It's nice, though, that we can laugh at that and have a good time talking about Star Wars again and not being like, is he canon? <laughs> Make the set guy canon or something yeah. like that. I would. I uh, I don't know how true it is. I looked it up. I couldn't find it, but someone made a Wikipedia. Yeah, I saw that, too. Like, Admiral Jeff Blue Blue Jeans or whatever. <laughs> or it's been taken. Like, I, I couldn't really tell you. <laughs> Has anyone watched the episode since? Like, have they removed him from? I feel like they were like, I oh, just leave oh, it. It was like immediate. Like the day, the morning of. I even went back to try to look. Like, there are pictures that I've seen on the internet where there it's visible where you can see him. But I'm like, I watch it again. Okay, I watch it on a phone. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should watch it on a TV like a big boy. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I couldn't see it. And I like, tried to comb. It seems really dark on the phone. So, But I'm someone's gotten a clip of it. It happens. Yeah, it <laughs> I does. hope it doesn't ruin anyone's like, fantasy that Star Wars is real. I'll but never forget. Not, so. <laughs> when I was in college, the show 24 with Kiefer Sutherland was, was big. And uh, my friend was like, you got to come over and watch the finale. And I was like, okay, whatever. What's it about? And I watched the finale. And there's like a huge like shootout at the end. And you could see like the second camera op holding the camera with a face shield over that. I was like, pause it. Because we're watching it on DVD. This is whatever. And I go, pause it. And they pause it. <laughs> What's that? So it, it happens all the time. You can't avoid it. Darth Vader was actually the second assistant director on A New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even he wasn't even okay let's get into the episode aside from that though um this one was yeah. called uh i don't know what it was called grief cargo and Karen Dunes return i don't really remember what it was what it was uh the to stop it i don't know but look it was uh we don't do our research on it we have a rundown we just don't have a research on it but yeah. it was called something uh, who cares he went back to navarro so this last week i was like okay the trope is the tro- they went right back to that well. But I felt like this week, 
I was happier with that because we got these characters that we we kind of knew from the yeah. first season, and and even though the episode was basically the end of a new hope, getting off the Death Star, it was so much fun, and we got to see <laughs> Horatio Sands return, and it was just yeah. uh, I don't know, Baby Yoda eating macaroons, which now you can buy for fifty dollars. It just everything about it was just uh, a. I know I'm ruining I'm ruining your news, but I didn't get his details. I'm not telling people how to buy it. I'm just saying fifty dollars. <laughs> there was there's no other details besides that. I mean, <laughs> that blue macaroons. It's a little blurb at the end. Spoilers for all of this. I feel um, like the best part was when he puked it up. I'm like, now he's a baby. <laughs> now he's a baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was great to see the Horatio Sands character Mithril, I guess, because that was yeah. the other reveal with uh, the Funko, the Funko Pops that like that character. So I wasn't sure. I thought it was uh, the type of character he was. Mm-hmm. It was we were going to see something new, but no, it was exactly. I like that. Like he's incorporated in with a gang. So I mean, wow, great for Horatio Sands. Like, yeah, no. be a I mean, there's still four more episodes, so who knows what happens? Yeah, did you do you think that we'll see Grief Karga and Cara Dune return this season? Yeah. Um, I feel like we're going to start the next episode on on Navarro. Hmm. I think. Did he oh, he flew away? off. He flew off. Yeah, he flew off. He was already in the sky and he goes, can't come down. Gotta go. And he just left. Oh, yeah. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Yeah. I forgot. Not Coming bad. into episode five, which is hypothetically where we're supposed to see. Okay. I gotta. Cara Dune. I don't want to talk about the uh, Gina Carano controversies on the social medias. Cause that's not what we're about. I don't want to talk about that, but, th- but it, it exists, right? There is a backlash towards this character. And I saw a lot of people posted like, love the episode. Can't stand her. I'm like, well, okay. This episode seemed to me like they, like she was destined for a spinoff show. Yeah. Uh, this was really leading up to that. It felt like obviously uh, the resistance theme playing out when, um, once his name walked away, she looked at the the metal. Uh, do you think though that that that's still a possibility, or do you think that she's hurt her chances at that? I don't like. Okay, let's not go into details about it, but I mean, I have no idea. I can't say anything. It seems like her her cohorts, her 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 fellow actors, and everyone they, they seem to support her still. Um, so I'm just curious what you would think on that. Uh. I'm like you. I've kind of ignored most of. I know what one of the first like intrigues or whatever you call it dramas with her was. So I was just like, uh, it's sort of like you know, she. I'm not condoning it. She's a she comes from an MMA fighting background, so I feel like she's one of those people that just says whatever she wants out loud. I'm sure she's very professional on set and all that, but you know. When if she tweets something, that's her own thing. Um, but I don't know. Like it's just, it seems like Disney's handling this whole thing with uh, John Boyega pretty well, because it's sort of like there's a lot of social unrest about a lot of things, and we need to fix it. But like, you know, not doing something because all of a sudden there's hatred for one character. 
but it's not widespread. It's not news, you know, it's internet news, but it's not, I don't know. It's, it's, gra- it's that area where we're like, ah, but like, if we're going to make changes, let's not argue and let's not demand blood. Like, just let's have a conversation. So that doesn't fall on Star Wars to make that right. <laughs> so I don't know. It's, it's, it's quite like if you were to walk down the street and be like, hey, what do you think of Gina Carano? Most people would be like, who? <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I mean? yeah, no, I, I, I get it. Like, you know, uh, I'll use my parents as an example. They, they watch Mandalorian. If I mentioned first, I, if they would say who, and I would say, what's her face? And they'd be like, oh, yeah. But they would have no idea what's going on on social media with her at all. Um, I, I don't want, I'm not going to talk about anything specific. I just feel like they're, I don't really, I, like, again, I, I kind of ignore most of what happened. So I don't really know because I don't follow her on Twitter at all anyway. <laughs> I don't follow a lot of people like that on Twitter. I follow mostly like sports teams and friends as well. <laughs> it's mostly who I follow. But the, the thing is, is so I don't really know what she said. But I, I, the one trend I noticed, and this is separate from her. I'll say it is separate from anything she might say. I've noticed this trend on Twitter where you, or social media as a whole, where I can say um, the color red is the greatest color ever. Uh, how can you not like it? And then you could say... Oh, I kind of like blue yeah. and, and, and you now will cancel culture is going to come after you because blue is not the right color. You got to be red. I'm choosing the worst colors. Those are very political colors. I'm going to go with, I'm going to change my colors to green and purple, but you know what I mean? Like there's this thing where it's like, if you, uh, you say whatever you want, but only yeah. if you're agreeing with what I'm saying, that's where I kind of feel we are right now. Now, whether or not that applies to what she said, I don't know. And I don't care. But uh, I, I, I'll say for me, a Cara Dune spinoff series, I, we've only got her, what, th- three, four episodes she's been in the show? Tops. Like she's been in a yeah. quarter of the episodes we've seen so far. Yeah. A quarter. Um, she's an intriguing character. She, I mean, her being from Alderaan is probably the most intriguing. Uh, and she obviously can do her own stunts. She'd have a lot of action. Now, if it was her and Grief Karga together, I would be... Um, probably more into that um but i think you know you know if, if ahsoka ends up coming this week which it everything seems to be lining up for that to be the case right like he's on his way there and you you know you can't really foresee a hurdle on there it's dave filoni wrote it and directed it you know ahsoka's kind of his baby so it's all everything is lining up to, leading up to that point I feel like Ahsoka will be our character poster this week that we're going to get after the show show airs. And I feel like, um, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit, but the, the Boba Fett show seems to be set in stone. Obviously, Obi-Wan Cassian. Ahsoka might honestly make the most sense to go to on a show after because Cara Dune, as great as the Cara Dune show might be, we're getting Cassian, who's just a guy with a gun. So Cara Dune is just a guy with a gun. Not a guy, but you know what I mean. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi's a Jedi, but he's not really a Jedi at that point. You know what I mean? Like, he's kind of like, I mean, I'm sure he'll do Jedi things, but he's not all out Jedi. Boba Fett's another, just another, you know, whatever the hell he's going to be. I have no idea. Ahsoka's a chance to be like, this is a Jedi. Check it out. It's really fun. Yay. So I, I, I feel like that is for me a little bit more exciting because yeah. you, you, st- 
Star Wars is so many different things, but Jedi is is a big part of Star Wars. Yeah, I think you're right. Like it's I mean, we said it before when they started announcing that they would do spin-offs. It's like, well, I guess Cara Dune, but I was like, eh. this this episode definitely gave her a little bit more mm-hmm. character. Uh, and it's like, oh, that's interesting. I think uh, I read a post on it on her, like one of those like Instagram facts things where it's like, oh, she enlisted with the the rebellion after they blew up Alderaan, so she could bring these people to justice. But then she doesn't want to be part of the uh, the new republic. In you know, she doesn't want to serve the new republic because. She's not out for, perhaps she's out for a little bit of revenge. Uh, that hasn't really been seen, but it was positing that idea that like, this was like, this is all personal to her. Like, this is not about the new thing. I think she, like, they get the sense that like, she went to do this to bring justice to the em- for the empire for doing what they did. And then was just like, now I'm done. You know, like <laughs> I'm not, just because I served as a soldier doesn't mean I want to be a cop, right? So mm-hmm. I don't hate it. I think maybe the character could do something interesting, but we also don't know if Gina Carano is lead material. Uh, she's she's very good at what she does, and I I'm interested to see her do more. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like if in fact, I mean I don't know if this is even confirmed. Like if in fact Rosario Dawson is Ahsoka next episode. Rosario Dawson knows how to be a lead. <laughs> so it's like, why would you... Like, obviously, at some point, they're going to want to do a female-driven show. This, that, that's the climate we're in. So it's funny that, like, because she's, she posted something that was maybe a joke on Twitter or maybe her thoughts, it's like, now this cult, cancel culture is going to cancel a strong woman character. It's like, it's like fighting itself. I mean, granted, it's not the like uh, the uh, the pro woman groups that are trying to cancel her. It's a lot of different things. I don't know. It's such a mess, and it's just like it's kind of hard to take something ha- happens on social media like Twitter, which is excuse my opinion on this, a cesspool. <laughs> okay. but it's Twitter. It's like you can't it's it is a source of information but like it's a place where anybody can say anything it, it's, like the president of the United States. Yeah. So it's sort of like <laughs> It's funny cuz I, I was thinking about Twitter the uh, the other day and I was like it is of of like the Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those TikTok, all right. those things. I'm like it, it ultimately is probably the most useful of them all. Like if you ner- zero it into sure. what it is. But it's also the worst of them all by a a landslide like it's a great way to just aggregate headlines you're like well what's going on in the world and you get them all right but it's but it's not but it's like and then you go on there and like four years ago ken jennings said something and now nobody wants him to post this for us and it's like first of all what, what people go on this thing and they're like I'm invincible. I'm gonna say what I want. Why? Why would you? First of all, why would you do, like get off of Twitter? <laughs> if you are in the public eye at all, just get off Twitter. Delete all of your tweets. Just get the hell off. Unless you're a journalist or something, you get off of Twitter because it's it's something's gonna come back to you. 
James Gunn got fired from Guardians of the Galaxy 3 for a brief period, but for it long enough because of something he tweeted as a joke 10, 12 years ago. And and we, we live in a world where everybody wants everybody's opinions to be respected and, and we believe in this and that and that. But for some reason, the only thing that no one believes in anymore is people growing up and, you know, when you're a kid, you eat dog poo when you're walking down the street. You pick like little, if you look at a kid, the child isn't exact. he ate eggs. Yeah. <laughs> like babies, kids. And then they're like, oh, that was wrong. But but you're not going to scold the kid for the rest of their life because they did that. And that's, I think, you know, like sometimes when you're 20, some, you you know, you have a little too much drinks and you become an idiot. That's what happens. We all did it. It's just when I did it, there wasn't even photographs were even around back then. So we didn't have to worry about that stuff. Yeah. Twitter is like a uh, social media version of Cerebro from the X-Men. Like, <laughs> everything is happening all at once. You're like, ah! you know, it's like, yeah. Uh, gray when her control <laughs> like i hear everything <laughs> but it's like so, on its as, 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 like for what it is it could be used for so much good but instead it's like no <laughs> so like i don't know i think this episode for uh, cardoon was good i mean it wasn't all about her but she had these really really good moments um uh should we go right to the big reveal or reveals or not reveals? Um, we get to see the return of Dr. Pershing. What did you think of that scene? Oh, that was my favorite part of the episode. It was just like, no, absolutely. I, I think the show, you know, where, where that seems to be cluing us into whether or not we get there, I, I, who knows, but they, they, yeah. they reference metachlorians. Um, cause he yeah. said, what do you say? The M count, the MC count. And I was like, Oh, what's happening? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. They, they did, th- they're doing all these things. Right. And the thing is whether or not that was their plan from the start, I don't know because you know, you hear like he was, why'd you choose Yoda species? Well, was, so maybe, I don't know, but, but the, the, the fact that they are able to kind of like just gently weave us into the star Wars storyline, it just, to me is like, it's so like that's what I, I feel like that's what we all need <laughs> you know like i mean you love the sequels i love the sequels but at the same time it's like they're so separate from everything else in a lot of ways it's kind of like yeah, yeah those things happen but why did they happen and now this show is like we won't really yeah. tell you why but we're going to kind of bring you a little bit closer to to things that you that weren't explained and like you said, you you said I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you said you're like it made me like Rise of Skywalker more. Yeah, and it's like, but and that ultimately is like what these shows should be doing. Right? Yeah. Like Cassie and Andor should get a lot. And we said that I think about Solo or Rogue One when it was coming out. We're like they should all have pieces and connect kind of, and they should help you know world building and things. And now we're getting to that point. And so yeah, when he came back. It was great because I've been like, I'll actually the first three episodes. I'm like, when is that guy coming back? And it was great to see him. Yeah, the actor that plays uh, Dr. Pershing posted something like, when I was a kid, a hologram sparked my imagination for a lifetime. And he's a hologram in yeah. that. It's just like, and I love that. It's like, you can't. He dies last season, right? No, no. No, he's alive. He's gone. Okay, cool. So that's good. 
because I think he's a good actor. He's on American Gods, really. I apologize for not remembering his name. Uh, but that was great. Like, it's I'm like, that's all you have to do. Even if a character is dead, it's like, here's a recording. You're like, oh, perfect. Um, but like, yeah, watching that scene for the first time, I was like, whoa. And then you're like, what's in those tubes? Or at least the, I was like, I don't know, what's in those tubes? Like, oh, that's what they were trying to clone off the off the off the child and then i continue to watch the episode and then we see the end and our other reveal are what everyone's just calling death troop death troopers dark, dark troopers dark yeah. troopers and cool i it's hard it looks like what dark troopers look like well like aaron well, thought it was a bunch of different vaders <laughs> she's like did he just yeah. make an army of vaders i'm like well i mean sure I'm like, go with it yeah. i'm not because i can't sit there and explain well dark troopers i'm not gonna do that i'm just like actually, you just believe it's vader until next week when you see that it's not vader but you have fun yeah i mean it could all it could be like this we took the visual from the dark troopers from eu but it's actually this so like when i saw that scene i was like oh he's building something oh this is probably for for the emperor who's still alive that is the first time i thought about this this because mm-hmm. i like just to watch the whole way through then i was like oh i gotta go back and look at that tube thing because that was cool i want to i want to pause it and look at it it's when i went back and looked at it and i'm like what is that and in my head it's like emperor's still alive emperor's still alive and then like oh my gosh that's snoke so like i didn't even have the initial thought of snoke and that is what i was telling you on text or in text it was like oh this makes me appreciate the rise of skywalker or like because after i did that i went and watched the first like five minutes of rise of skywalker (laughs) because you know when you start you gotta watch the whole like kylo ren chopping people down on mustafar and then and inevitably getting to exegol just to see that tube different the the water was different yeah and mandalorian was blue In Rise of Skywalker, it's yellow green. But you're looking at a 30 year gap too. Exactly. Yeah. No, totally fine. I'm just being. Or 20. It would be be like a 25 year gap. But like people are saying, the the Snoke's theme or whatever from the movie is played very silently in the background. Like that. That's what makes me laugh about this whole like guy, like crew member getting caught in the background. It's like right prior to that scene. You're like, oh my. <laughs> um, but i'm excited it's like it could be they could do whatever they want with this but like yeah it's like that's genius it's like yeah explain why this movie is the way it is somehow or not i don't know like it doesn't matter right james like the possibilities are limitless that's the thing but they, they weave it in and like they don't have to they don't have to explore that they Probably will because yeah. it seems like Gideon's on that track, but they don't really need to explore that too much because we got a little bit of information. Oh, that's why they want Baby Yoda. I get it. And now the show doesn't have to be about that anymore, but we have that information. And then you know what? Another show could come in and deal with that. And I think that's the the brilliance of it is is playing with it. And I think you know, for me, one of the 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 tough pills to swallow with the sequel trilogy was that thirty year gap between uh, Jedi Return of the Jedi and force awakens i was like yeah but, but there's what what's in there what is in there like all these th- like you start us off and it's like all this stuff happened why how did it happen tell me and now it's like oh you have a chance now on a smaller scale like shadows of the empire 
imagine Shadows of the Empire right now, like, like, just, not like literally, but just. So I was like, you have a chance now to fill in thirty years of stuff. The my one concern is just don't, you know, screw it up by chilling by killing Chew with a moon or anything. Like have these smart storytellers in there, kind of weaving these nice like fun stories and you use the right the, the sequel trilogy as your backdrop yeah it's because it's like a, uh, we both read bloodlines no yeah it was the one yeah 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 and like they kind of give us a hint of like how the first order starts where it's like just former imperials or just people not happy with the republic collecting Mm-hmm. ships and weapons and all that but now it's like it can still work that way but it's like because the emperor apparently has this is all his plan <laughs> so yeah. uh um oh man it's great i mean i don't even want to make predictions because it's just like there's not yeah, enough information. <laughs> it's just like what you yeah. just said though it was all the emperor's plans is something that i never really wanted until rise until they until yeah. the reveal that he returned and then the thing like once they once they decided to end the skywalker saga and they you know and they, they in the sequel trilogy basically wasn't wrapping it up like by the time we finished the last jedi the skywalker saga was not wrapping up except for the fact that luke was dead now we just had to wait for leia to die you know what i mean like there was other than that there was nothing really wrapping up our story then they bring back Palpatine. You're like, okay, well, Shivap's got to come back. Oh, oh, side Akbar, the sequel, uh, the the sequel, the holiday special when uh, the Emperor gets thrown down the shaft by Vader. He says he refers to him himself as Shivy Palpatine, which was like, <laughs> made me laugh. But the thing is, like, as soon as as soon as it, you have to realize that that he was the only uh, villain that they could have. That he had to come back for this story to tie it all together. It had to be him uh, because he started it and now he's got to end it. And, th- and that made sense. And now you have a chance to go in there and fill in the blanks on, oh, he's coming back. He This whole time, everything you've known about Star Wars is because of this guy. Even the Mandalorian is ultimately because of Shivap. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh my goodness yeah i'm really excited mando Um, mando yeah because it's sort of like one of the things to my knowledge i could be wrong at least within clone wars and and uh rebels like palpatine doesn't have any hands in like what's happening on mandalore it's just sort of something that's happening Mm -hmm. at the same time I mean, Darth Maul's like really the only Sith that like intermingles with him. So I'm curious if they could possibly have some connection, or maybe this is all. <laughs> like, imagine that. Like, imagine Rise of Skywalker wasn't out, and we're revealing all this, and then it's like it's a Mandalorian that undoes Palpatine's plans because <laughs> the Mandalorians he had no control over them. They were like the one thing, but like. That's all. <laughs> That's too late to do anything about that now. But yeah. So well, you know, I'll, I'm curious to see if they get any more tying in or whatever. You want to go to the odds? Let's do it. 
Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. Brought to us by Patreon. The wonderful people that like to give us money. Because they're the best. And they Patreon. appreciate what we, we appreciate them. If you want to uh, join the... What do we call our, our scumbags? <laughs> Your fellow scumbags. <laughs> you know, do you guys like being called that? Patreons? I don't know. Uh, check us out on Patreon. Uh, yeah, patreon.com rebel scum podcast and donate what you can if you don't that's okay we're just glad you're here and our patreons that make this possible are executive producer heidi fetter barry brophy dennis allen mary Kristen aton jeff wilson phil Stanford, sunerthron scott d josh price matt w Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D. Raven Spencer, Gleek Play One, Automated Joy, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron Quinton, Jericho Kane, Girls with Sabres, and the Den of Nerds. Yeah. Okay, first odd. There's four odds today, Brock. I'm throwing you a curveball. Executive producer Heidi Fetter has spoken. And submitted mm-hmm. our final odd. The first odd, the odds of an Ahsoka Tano series officially being announced by Christmas 2020. And when I say officially, I don't mean, you know, it's it's a rumor. It's, 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 it's a, you know, somebody, it's a leak. I mean, like, I mean, like Lucasfilm comes out and they say Ahsoka Tano 2020. Or 2020, whatever, you know what I mean. Ahsoka Tano's coming, but it has to be by December 25th. It can't be the 26th, 27th, or 28th. On Christmas, no, no, between now and Christmas Day. So I, so oh, if, I, if she before. is, you know, if the character is revealed on on Friday, do they announce her spinoff on the Monday or between then no. and Christmas Day? Is what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 gotcha, gotcha. Um, I'm gonna go like thirty percent. Uh, I think it, that would be a very interesting move, but again, it would depend on what exactly they do with Ahsoka in this. I would like. If you're going to make an Ahsoka show, I'd be like, not the first time you see her. Like, perhaps she does something crazy at the, by the end of the season. And then it's just like, oh, James, I've got it. The show ends. And then, like, just before, like, the credits are done, it says, coming 2025. Ahsoka <laughs> Search for Ezra. Ooh. That'd be great. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. It's, I'm going to go low, though. I think they'll wait. I would honestly, if they're going to do it, announce it once they're like starting to shoot. Like, like let's not make pie in the sky promises right now. But they might have, they might be ready to go. We just don't know it. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. I'm going to go 41%. Uh, I'm like, you're like, wait till you have everything. I don't think they do right now. Wait. I think they'll want to see the response that the character gets. I don't think she'll, I, I, I don't think she'll just be in Filoni's episode, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like, if they are planning on doing a spinoff with her, she's got like you say, she's got to be in more than just one episode. I mean, I'm sure the episode. I feel like what she's going to have an epic lightsaber battle with Gideon. It it's come. We know that Gideon is having a lightsaber battle. He mentioned Giancarlo uh, Esposito mentioned breaking three of those dark yeah. sabers, right? so we know it's coming. It's leading up to him searching for the Mandalorian and the child. And they're going to hit, they're going to come to a head. And it looks like they're going to come to a head when they meet uh, on Corvus with with Ahsoka. So 
you know, I feel like the next episode we we will be getting that, or really soon we'll be we'll be getting that. Um, but yeah, you wait, and then you and then you gauge the reaction that she gets with um with everyone, because you know Star Wars fans are gonna possibly love it. I mean, if it's Rosario Dawson and it's not Ashley Eckstein, maybe people are outraged. I don't know. We'll hear about it on Twitter. Uh, the next odd. <laughs> The odds of one of either Cara Dune, Grief Karga, or Cobb Vanth dying by the end of this season. Which one of them will not be at Christmas dinner this year? Uh, I'm not deciding because uh, this is a yes or no answer. Uh, I'm going to go uh, full Brock on this because I think... Feel like Cardoon and Grieve Karga, like you've put a lot of work in there. Unless, like, maybe Carl Weathers is like, uh, I'm too old to be an actor. Or perhaps he wants to be the director. But so it's like that. That doesn't make sense. It's you're still on set for how many? Other, whatever. Um, and I think you don't get Tim Al- Timothy Oliphant, and you don't use him. <laughs> so it's sort of like, I don't how know. long do you? It's have hard to say. It? Yeah, exactly. I, I'm not, you know, I was surprised when Quill pa- dies and you, throwing in that the last minute death of the, the last episode is always good, right? Yeah, There's just no stakes right now. You know what I mean? Because we haven't had an attachment. Like, we just got a little bit of Cardoon in this episode and now you're going to kill her four episodes yeah, later? I don't like, think Cara Dune's going to go. Grief Karga possibly. It, I believe if anyone's going to go, it's going to be Cobb Vanth. Um, but I don't know if he's even coming back. So mm. who knows? I think if he does come back, there is a good chance he 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 will yeah. he will bite the bullet because he is kind of like the quill from the first season. So I'm gonna go full Brock. Yeah. <laughs> <That's how> I... <laughs> uh, our next odd. I like that you can hear Aaron's vacuuming and you can hear it. It sounds great. Uh, the odds of that Din will have the dark saber by the end of the season. Will Din rule Mandalore because Bo-Katan, as you know, will die this season. <laughs> and will Din, uh, will will well, let's say Ahsoka kills. Not get out of so. But will Din have the lightsaber by the end of this season? <sighs> I don't know. I. I read an interview with Giancarlo Esposito, and he's saying, he's like, well, I think I may be back next season, da da da, da which I think he's a guy that likes to mess with people. So <laughs> and he, uh, he has a, he wrote it, uh, what, an NDA. He's not, <laughs> he yeah, signed yeah. it. I'm sure he's not allowed to say anything. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to go 60% because I feel like you gotta get the dark saber away from him but again it's like we know nothing i don't really want mando to have the the dark saber right yeah i'm like what, what is the attachment but i'm not saying he can't have it in his possession for a while to bring it to someone i don't know i don't know maybe i'll know or maybe i'll have a better feeling after next episode um i'm gonna go 51 percent I don't. I can't go full Brock. I already did that, and I don't want to be a negative Nancy on this. So I'm going to go 51. percent I don't think he will, though. I think it's too early for him to get it. But it's only good if it goes four yeah. seasons. You got to give it to him, maybe next season. But also, maybe he gets it at the end of this season. And the next two seasons are about them kind of restoring yeah. Mandalore. I don't know. So anything is yeah. possible. And our final 
uh, final odd. This one comes from executive producer Heidi. Heidi says, what are the odds that a clone of Baby Yoda will eventually become Snoke? so cool <laughs> i think well, i think it's more they're using his blood in these yeah. clones of shivi p so that's i don't think baby yoda will necessarily be the clone but his blood will act will be the yeah like oh yeah, yeah for the many, like for the many claudians there'll be somehow somehow a connection between baby yoda and whatever these things are maybe i don't know Isn't uh, it great no, that you say like, many chlorian what kind of like battles are you? What kind of battle can you have with Baby Yoda and like a snow creature? You know, like like maybe if they advance the story a couple years, so it's like teenage Baby Yoda. That's right. His name continues to be Baby Yoda when he's aged. <laughs> no, that's fair. I, so, um, what was the question again? Will Baby Yoda? Will the will that a clone of Baby Yoda become Snoke? I'm gonna go high. I'm gonna go seventy five percent because I feel like, I mean, that's a very like simple term or simple statement. So it's like, yeah, well, once we, if it is going that direction, perhaps, yes, you could say that is made from Baby Yoda. So. I'm going to go 75% because I'm like, Ooh, this well, is looking fun. <laughs> I'm going to go 31 because I think that Noki Snoke is, is she VP, mm. but it will be the blood of baby Y. Yeah. B-Y, <laughs> B-Y, B-B-Y. You ready for the news? Let's do it. And it's time for holla news. da 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 holla Hello news the news you need to know right now a video from a local city council meeting has been going viral online last week thanks to the final comments by a member of the public addressing government officials specifically hailing star wars the last jedi as the best movie in the franchise in the nine second clip a masked man identifies himself as kyle is is seen delivering his Final comments at a city council meeting, and while we don't know what exactly it was he was advocating for, when he first stood up at the microphone, he had a definitive point to make as he was stepping away, see, seeing a specific opportunity to have his comments registered permanently. He told the members of local government, in conclusion, I wanted to be on the city record that The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie. <laughs> and rather than strike up an argument or a counterpoint, one of the council members instead Instead, simply responded, I agree. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, because this went viral, uh, Ryan John, director Ryan Johnson put in his, his, uh, his two cents on it. He, tw he saw it, found the clip, and shared it with his followers on Twitter via, quote, retweet writing, President presidential elections are important but we're all becoming aware that for real progress to happen it's so important to engage and get involved at the local level so that's a fun little story <laughs> uh speaking of uh the the sequel movies and our love for the characters uh daisy really did an interview with ign to promote her new movie chaos walking and inevitably star wars came up with a sick with the success of The Mandalorian and future plans for other Star Wars content on Disney+, 
IGN asked Ridley if she would be open to exploring her character's her character Ray's life post life post Rise of Skywalker, perhaps in a streaming series of her own. She answered with, "I think for me, the beauty of Episode uh, Nine is it ends with such hope and such potential. I just feel like that was Ray's perfect ending. The big battle was in Episode Seven, Eight, and Nine. I think she's probably running around the forest somewhere having a great time. Uh, and then she also said, I feel totally, totally satisfied with how that story finished. I just don't know what else she could do that I didn't have to do. Also, there was so many amazing characters in Star Wars. That's sort of an, ama- that's sort of an amazing thing. I was watching the new episode of Mandalorian and just like the places, and it's just like the places it can go beyond even where it is now is so exciting. So there you go, Ray. even having love for the new episodes of Mandalorian. Uh, impossible news. This is all rumored, of course. Cinelinks has reported that Star Wars The Bad Batch will feature the return of Bo-Katan Kriz, the Mandalorian leader who recently debuted in live action in The Mandalorian. Katie Sackhoff plays Bo- Bo-Katan both as her voice actor and live action actor. Star Wars The Bad Batch reportedly occurs after the events of the Siege of Mandalore, meaning that Bo-Katan's appearance will fill in the gap between then and her reemergence in Star Wars Rebels. Uh, this all is ideal because Katie Sackhoff has said recently that I would also I would love to see what Bo Katan's life was like with Satine, her sister, and lose her and and lose her sister like she did. Her life was w- with Obi Wan and things like that. I would love to know what happened with that and how it affected Bo Katan as a leader. So that's exciting. We're getting a lot of her all of a sudden because she was on The Mandalorian. So it'd be great to see an animated Bo-Katan back in the new Bad Batch. I'm very excited for this show. And finally, we already talked about it. Head on over to... uh, Oh, gosh. What is the place? Williams-Sonoma. Sorry about that. Williams-Sonoma is now selling Baby Yoda macarons that you see on the screen there, those blue beauties, at the, at the staggering price of $49.95 U.S. dollars. Uh, so if you have to have a complete Star Wars collection, here it is. Check it out on the internet. It's on sale now. And, you know, point of advice, just don't eat them if you're on your way to snack some TIE Fighters. And this has been your Hollow News. Top five. Top five. Do you like my top five song? Rock? Brock. Brock. All right, now now do your little song. <laughs> you ready for top five? You know I'm ready for top five. What's our top five today? I James? don't know. Top five things because it's Thanksgiving. Top five things we are <laughs> thankful for as Canadians watching Star Wars. <laughs> We, I'm thankful we already had Thanksgiving. It was warmer out. The pandemic was a lot more. Um, there was still a pandemic. Um, <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I got something funny to tell you. Uh, anyway, uh, but hope everybody is having a great day. If you are in, uh, uh, you know, the United States of America, I hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Hope everybody around the world is still staying safe because there is still a pandemic going on. Uh, I don't know if it's getting better or worse. I can't tell. 
or like restaurants are like, we're going to open in defiance where you are, Brock, or close to where you are. And I'm just out here in the woods being like, oh, I hope the ticks are dead. <laughs> it's basically where we are in the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, top five things we are thankful for in Star Wars. My number five, got to look at it because there was there's too much. I'm thankful for so much in Star Wars. I was actually kind of, uh, Praetorian Guards. <laughs> Deal with it. That's my number five. Baby Yoda. He's the new kid yeah. in town. We can't really score higher yet, but he's on there. Baby Yoda didn't make my list, but when you hear my list, you'll be like, oh, there's just no, there's so much that I love about Star Wars that I'm thankful for Star Wars. And I'm thankful for R2D2. I'm thankful. The sequel trilogy, maybe not so, but my learning to read abilities on little vinyl 35, that's thankful to R2-D2 for teaching me how to read, buddy. Uh, was that your number four? Yep. <laughs> my number four is X-Wing fighters. They're just, it just, I get so excited when I see them on screen. Now we get to see them as like cop cars yeah. in Mandalorian. Yeah, they're okay. They're nothing compared to my number three, the Millennium Falcon. It's a hunk of junk, the fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy. Good point. No, that it's garbage. The garbage will do. That's I did a lot of impressions there. Everybody needs to just take some. Everyone's thankful that I don't do those very often. (laughs) Your number three. My number three is Ewoks. Too low in your list, though. I don't know. Too low, but there's two better things in it. <laughs> False. Number two, Stormtroopers. <laughs> they are the best. You gotta love me some Stormtroopers. Number two for me, Chewbacca. Right. I mean, I off of him. Of course he's going to be on the list. That's right. I'm thankful Chewbacca. Chewbacca. No characters made my list, but my number one is Ewoks. We are the I went to Ice Capades. Ewoks are nice. <laughs> I watched it. I've lived it. They are my favorite. I'm thankful. My, na- my number one, Dave Filoni, because. <laughs> oh, look at you sucking up. George has moved on, but like, oh, the things he does and says is like, yeah, yeah, we're no, good. Totally. We're good. Let him do more things. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he could uh, call uh, on Filoni. Because, uh, yeah, nobody is as close to being George Lucas yeah. as, as the better one. Anyway, uh, for everybody watching us on YouTube, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, not Google Podcasts. Uh, for all of you uh, listening on any one of those wonderful podcast uh, stations, you can watch us on YouTube if you want to see our beautiful faces. Brock, smile. And <laughs> I'm so excited for Mandalorian episode. I don't know what episode it is. Five, thirteen. What what number are we on? I'm so fourteen. No, it's thirteen coming up. Oh, did you know that the rumored title of this episode of the next episode of yeah. Mandalorian? Yeah. Do you want me to tell you? No. Yeah, so, sure. The rumored title. The running time is supposedly forty-five minutes long. The rumored title. I'm stalling so anybody that doesn't want to listen can just just hit stop and move on <laughs> the rumor title is the jedi 
That's it's, so like boring. <laughs> it's funny. Well, they've all been that though. The the passenger, the the yeah. marshal, right? They've been all that. It's funny though because we did this entire episode, and I just remembered I read that. <laughs> It's <laughs> like, well, maybe it will be Ahsoka. No, it's a hundred percent Ahsoka's in this episode. It's called the yeah. Jedi, and she's the Jedi. We've been told it's gonna. But what if he finds a different? What if he bumps into a different Jedi on the way to Ahsoka? Luke Skywalker. <laughs> anyway, it's called the Jedi. So there you have it. Ahsoka Tano probably making their appearance. We'll do another episode to talk about that. Uh, anything you want to say? Anything? Any last? Minutes? Um, I like the Mandalorian. No. It's good. Wear a mask. This is the way. Thank you, everybody, <laughs> for watching. He's Brock, or listening. He's Brock. I'm James. And if you didn't know, I will tell you that he was always scum. Rebel scum. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.